Coming up, Alex Ovechkin reaches 800 goals in dramatic fashion. This is Locked On Game to Game, NHL. Every game, every team, every angle. Locked On Game to Game, your team every day. Welcome in. You are listening to Locked On Game to Game NHL local experts going over the biggest stories on the ice. I am your host, Kainani Stevens. Thank you for making Locked On your first listen every single weekday. We're ready to recap the action for you from yesterday. We start out with Alex Ovechkin. He entered Tuesday night's game against the Blackhawks, three goals shy of 800. And rather than dragging things out any longer, he decided to get a hat trick and then make it up to 800, also getting his team a win. Now, Locked On Capitals and Blackhawks go over all of the details from a historic night for OB. Alex Ovechkin scores his 800th goal. Hi, this is Dan Holmey of Locked On Capitals. Well, it was an historic night for the Washington Capitals and Alex Ovechkin as he scores his 800th goal. It was a hat trick goal, a special night for Alex Ovechkin. He has now one goal short of tying Gordie Howe for second most in goals. And then next will be Wayne Gretzky at 894. It was a game that had a lot of offensive firepower by the Washington Capitals, which saw three goals from Ovechkin, a goal from Mantha, Dowd, Orloff, and Trevor Van Riemsdyk. Charlie Lindgren also had a great game. He saved 26 of 29. This is a Capitals team that has now won five games in a row as they take down the Blackhawks tonight by a score of 7-3. to three. They, keep, they hope to keep the winning going as they take on the Dallas Stars on Thursday. Keep it locked to Locked On Capitals, and I will keep you updated on all the news with your Washington Capitals. Locked On Capitals, your team every day. History was made at the United Center in the Blackhawks' 7-3 loss to the Washington Capitals. What's up, everyone? This is Jack Bushman from Locked On Blackhawks. Tonight, Alexander Ovechkin became just the third player in NHL history to reach 800 goals on their career, netting a hat trick to lead the Caps to a 7-3 win over the Blackhawks. Honestly, a pretty dreadful defensive effort from the Blackhawks from start to finish. Ovi scored just 24 seconds into the game, winds up potting two more en route to history. That's really all that matters, though, from this game. Another night where the Blackhawks look like they're one of the worst teams in the entire NHL, but pretty cool to see a major accomplishment reached by Alex Ovechkin Good on the fans in attendance at the United Center to give them some cheers, some OV chants raining down. It was a really cool moment at the UC, despite the Blackhawks falling short for the 18th time in their last 21 games. For more coverage on the history that was made at the United Center at the expense of the Chicago Blackhawks, be sure to go and check out tomorrow's episode of Lockdown Blackhawks, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day. Jake DeBrust and David Pasternak each scored in a shootout to give the Boston Bruins a 4-3 win over the New York Islanders on Tuesday night. Both Locked On Bruins and Islanders recapped that tightly contested matchup. Jake DeBrusque scored twice in 19 seconds in regulation time and then added a shootout tally to help the Boston Bruins defeat the New York Islanders here on Tuesday night. This is Ian McLaren, host of Locked On Boston Bruins and they overcame an uncharacteristically down night for Linus Allmark. He allowed three goals on 26 shots, but it was Jake DeBrusque scoring in regulation a Derek Forbort shorthanded goal that helped them take the lead 
Casey Sezikis later tied it, sending it to overtime, which settled nothing. DeBrusque and David Posternak scoring in the game-deciding skills competition to help the league-leading Bruins improve to 23-4-1 on the season and 15-0-1 at home. Catch all the latest on the next episode of Locked On Boston Bruins. The New York Islanders fall to the Boston Bruins in a shootout 4-3. Good news and bad news from this game. The good news is the New York Islanders never quit. They were behind 2 to nothing. They were behind 3-2. to two, And each time they managed to come back, tie it at 2, tie it at 3, force overtime, and then going to a shootout. The bad news, boy, at times was this a sloppy performance. Yes, you got a point against the best team in the National Hockey League right now on the road. But one of the goals the Islanders gave up, a shorthanded goal, just too many giveaways in their own zone. And if it wasn't for Semyon Varlamov, there is no way the Islanders would have gotten the point that they got. It's a gutsy effort, but the Islanders need to do better and be more consistent, especially in their own zone. And that is not the Islanders' usual MO for more. Listen to and watch the Locked On Islanders podcast with me, Gil Martin, wherever you get podcasts. Coming up, Leon Dreisettle goes off against one of his favorite opponents. This is Locked On Game to Game, NHL. Today's edition of Locked On Game to Game is brought to you by Bet Online, the number one spot for all of your online sports betting needs. You can get the latest odds and trends on whatever sport you are interested in. If it's college bowl season, if you're looking at basketball, even the World Cup, you can do that at betonline.net. It's where the game starts. Welcome back to Locked On Game to Game NHL. I'm Kainani Stevens. Thank you so much for making Locked On your first listen every weekday. Los Angeles Kings lost 6-0 to the Buffalo Sabres on Tuesday and allowed four or more goals for the sixth time in their past 11 games. Locked On Kings looks at what's gone wrong for LA lately. The LA Kings stage an epic collapse in Buffalo. I'm Eddie Garcia with the Locked On LA Kings podcast. If the Kings didn't know it already, it's a three-period hockey game. The Kings dominated the opening period out shooting Buffalo 16-3 to but couldn't find the back of the net. Second period was a little more even, but LA still had 14 shots on goal, some good scoring chances, but again, couldn't light the lamp. In the third period, a complete disaster. LA allowed six goals, three of them coming on the power play in an embarrassing 6-0 loss where LA frankly quit in the third period after the third goal. LA goalie Phoenix Copley had a shutout through two periods, but got little support in the third. He ended up allowing all six goals on 31 shots. With the loss, the Kings fall to 15, 12, and 5 on the season. They're 2, 2, and 1 on their current six-game road trip, with the final game looming against the top team in the NHL, the Boston Bruins, on Thursday. We'll have a full recap of the ugly loss to the Sabres on Wednesday's show and what fallout might come from the worst loss of the season for the LA Kings. For more, check out Locked on LA Kings wherever you get your podcasts, your team, every day. The Red Wings got shut out, losing one nothing to the Carolina Hurricanes yesterday. Locked on Red Wings recaps that loss and a cold Detroit offense. Well, can you get any worse than a loss in which your captain gets hurt? Not sure you can, but that's what happens to the Detroit Red Wings in this one. A one to nothing loss against the Carolina Hurricanes. I am Scott Bentley of Locked On Red Wings. Really just a, a tough game all around. The Hurricanes defense really showed out as we knew they would, but... Also, stop me if you've heard this before, a rookie goaltender gets a shutout against the Detroit Red Wings. I know, really shocking stuff. The power play for the Red Wings was really brutal. Really, I guess you could say the special teams as a whole as the one goal in this game was while the Wings were on the penalty kill. Kind of a mishap there. A lot of giveaways in their own zone. A lot of giveaways in the neutral zone. 
just all around, not a very sharp game, and they paid the price for it. Billy Huso was fantastic in that again, but uh, he can't score goals. So we'll break down the rest of the game tomorrow on Locked on Red Wings. In-game adjustments coming up huge for the Panthers as they took down Columbus last night. Locked on Panthers is in with us to go over all the details. The Florida Panthers wanted to get a little revenge on the Columbus Blue Jackets after laying an egg just three weeks ago. What is up, guys? This is Armando Velez from the Locked On Florida Panthers podcast. And the Florida Panthers defeat the Columbus Blue Jackets by a final score of 4 nothing at FLA Live Arena. And this was a game where the coaching staff and the players made adjustments after the first period, where in the first period, the Columbus Blue Jackets had quite a few rush chances on Sergey Bobrovsky, but he stood on his head in that period. But the Florida Panthers protected him the rest of the way, only allowing 12 shots on goal in the last 40 minutes of, of the game. And the top line of Alexander Barkov, Matthew Kachuk, and Sam Reinhart, all of them got multi-point nights on on a night like tonight. Now Matthew Kachuk has 14 multi-point games this season for, for the Cats. What an incredible acquisition. And Gus Forsling, a defenseman as well, added to the multi-point night for the Panthers. So four players in that category for, for the Cats. So listen to my recap of this 4 to nothing win over the Columbus Blue Jackets. Make sure to listen to my next episode of the Locked On Florida Panthers podcast on a one-ins Wednesday edition of the show. Your team, every day. Rope Hintz scored the go-ahead goal with three seconds left in the second period, and backup Scott Wedgwood made 35 saves against his former team as the Dallas Stars beat New Jersey 4-1. to Locked On Devils and Stars recap that Dallas win in Jersey. What's up? This is Trent Matthews of Locked On Devils. I am actually making my way to the train station so that way I could get home. Just left the Prudential Center and the New Jersey Devils came out on the losing end once again to the Dallas Stars by a score of 4-1. to one. So the first goal that they let up, it was kind of a fluke goal. And then uh, the second goal was a last second goal made by the Dallas Stars when there was literally like only a couple seconds left in period number two. And the New Jersey Devils were just not able to respond in period number three, letting up two empty netter goals and thus... They, they have now lost three in a row. So spoke to Lindy Ruff. He made some changes, including taking Brendan Smith out the lineup, Alexander Holtz out the lineup in hopes to get more speed to match up with the Dallas Stars. Worked for the majority of the game, but unfortunately the New Jersey Devils just uh, found themselves behind the eight ball too little, too late. And ultimately, Dallas Stars, they're one of the best teams in the NHL, and they showed it. So they just got to rebound Thursday against Philadelphia. The Edmonton Oilers defeated the Nashville Predators 6-3 with Leon Dreisettle scoring twice and adding three assists. This is Dreisettle's 22nd career game against the Predators. He now has 22 goals and 13 assists against Nashville. Our Locked On host from both teams look at his dominance against the Preds. The Edmonton Oilers bounce back from a snoozer in Minnesota to win a banger in Nashville. Hi, my name is Brad Holden from Locked On Oilers, and the Edmonton Oilers win 6-3 to in the Music City over the Nashville Predators, and it couldn't be done without the Edmonton Oilers' first line. Zach Hyman scores his first career NHL hat-trick, also chipping in an assist. Three goals, one assist, four points for Zach Hyman, and Leon Dreis. Settle while doing Leon Dry Settle things. 
to the Nashville Predators. Two goals, three assists, five points in this one, bringing his total to 10 points in only six periods against the Predators this year. And the Edmonton Oilers play the Predators again next week. Connor McDavid also getting in on the score sheet as he scores his league-leading 26th goal in this one. He also brings three assists to the table as he had four points on the night. Jack Campbell plays in his first game since December 1st as the Edmonton Oilers played the Minnesota Wild in that one. He stops 29 of the 32 fired against him and all eight that were thrown his way while the Edmonton Oilers were shorthanded. The Oilers improved to 17-13-0 on the season and they look to improve on that record on Thursday as the St. Louis Blues come to town for a 7 o'clock puck drop at Rogers Place. Nick Morgan here from the Locked On Predators podcast. And quick question, what did Nashville do to anger Leon Dreisaitl? Seriously, the man now has 20 goals and 30 points in his last 10 games against the Nashville Predators. That is an average of two goals and three points per game against one team. Like, did a Hattie Beast truck run over him as a child or something like that? Who knows? Predators lost to the Oilers 6-3 tonight. And look, things are just not going well for the Nashville Predators at the moment. Either off ice or on the ice. We know we've already talked about some of the discourse around some of their recent roster moves. But the Preds on the ice, that's where the problem lies. They just look a step slow. They look disingenuous. They don't look engaged during games. They're relying way too much on their goaltender trying to bail them out. And that power play. Oh, that power play. Really can't see what's wrong with the Preds. But it feels like, unless something drastically changes in the next couple weeks, that this team is running into a brick wall very, very fast. So we'll see if they can turn it around. They got the Oilers again next week. So, oh, this team is something. Tune us into uh, Locked On Predators, and we'll talk about it. San Jose able to hold off the Coyotes just long enough to get two points. Locked On Sharks is in to give you that breakdown. The Sharks survive. I'm J.D. Young of Locked On Sharks, and the Sharks win 3-2 to two over the Desert Dogs in a game that shouldn't have been this close. Uh, the Sharks thoroughly outplayed the Coyotes for two periods of this game and then turtled. And the Coyotes made it close, made it a game. They're within one goal, but they could not get the tying score. James Reimer looked pretty solid in his first game back from injury, stopping uh, 20 of 22 shots. And we continue to get offense from, from Tomas Turtle, but the Sharks continue to kind of let these tight games happen because they're unable to put away an opponent. So Luke Cunnan also left this game with an injury, so the Sharks are now down another forward. So luckily they have a couple days off before their next game. So have a full breakdown of this game, kind of what this means for the Sharks, and if it's time to look for a prospect here to call up for reinforcement. So all that on your next episode of Locked on Sharks, wherever you get podcasts, and of course you can watch on YouTube as well. That will do it for this edition of Locked On Game to Game. Thank you for making Locked On your first listen every single weekday. Make sure you are subscribed to Locked On NHL and your favorite team's Locked On podcast on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts from. I'm Kenani Stevens. This has been Locked On Game to Game.